Dunkirk Battle, the terrible military mistake that took the lives of over 68,000 soldiers. Our story begins on May 10th, 1940. For many British and French citizens, it's a normal Friday. However, this day is deemed to be the start of the war in Europe. For many years, Germany had been sourcing their iron from sites in France in anticipation of the war, using the iron to create weapons and war machines. But after many years of mining in these areas, their stock started to dry up and creation was halted only until the Germans discovered a site in Narvik, Norway, which contained 80% of all the steel that the Germans needed to feed their weaponry. The 1940 Allied forces, made up of the countries including Belgium, Czechoslovakia, Netherlands, Norway, Poland, France and Great Britain, also had the same plan. They were going to block German warships with naval mines and keep the iron sights open to the British forces. This plan, however, resulted in abysmal catastrophe, as Germany had already invaded the land, stopping the British forces in their path. With Germany being at an astronomical level of power, they staged out a military operation deemed to be impossible. Seven German armoured divisions travelled in tanks through the Ardennes forest and launched a surprise attack on a large fraction of the French and British army who were annihilated. This attack was a tremendous risk considering the fact that the Germans were completely outnumbered and had no on-foot soldiers to back up their weaponry. However, German generals were completely confident that they could take down their enemies and that is what they did. It was on this very day that the British Prime Minister, Neville Chamberlain, resigned and gave up his duties to the new PM, Winston Churchill. I sought an audience of the King this evening and tendered to him my resignation, which His Majesty has been pleased to accept. His Majesty has now entrusted to my friend and colleague, Mr Winston Churchill, the task of forming a new administration on a national basis. Ten days after the attack was launched, the Germans reached the coast of France, on the River Somme. Enormous numbers of British and French soldiers were now trapped north of the Germans, falling back onto the Channel port of Dunkirk. Bill Keel was a soldier in World War II, trapped on Dunkirk Beach among the other hundreds and thousands of the trapped soldiers. On May 30th, 1940, he wrote an entry into his diary describing the severity and atrocity of the situation. We could see ships out at sea making their way from Dunkirk to England and could also see the dive bombers after the ships. To our horror, many other ships had been sunk, their funnels and superstructures sticking out of the water. It was the ship's graveyard and it looked dreadful. None of us could see any sign of our assembly area and nobody seemed to know what to do for the best. Then the planes came over again, causing more deaths. Only 20 yards from me, some lads had been hit by shrapnel and one of them was in a serious condition. The medics were there, but he would not live. 400,000 soldiers were stuck on Dunkirk Beach and surrounded by the German army of whom were closing in on the French perimeter each day. German mines, torpedo boats, U-boats and aircraft sunk six British and three French destroyer ships and over 200 civilian small craft. The Allied forces lost over 100 aircraft as well as the Germans. 
Evacuation off of Dunkirk Beach, called Operation Dynamo, created by British High Command, started on the 26th of May by the Royal Navy. Civilian fishing and leisure small crafts transported hundreds and thousands of soldiers from the beach to the large warships further out at sea as the shores of Dunkirk were too shallow for the warships. Civilians' effort would now become known as the Dunkirk Spirit. Royal Air Force fighters provided important air cover for the evacuation on the ground from the Luftwaffe German Aerial Warfare Branch. On the 4th of June, 338,226 soldiers, including 139,997 French, Polish and Belgium troops, were rescued from Dunkirk Beach after only eight days of Operation Dynamo on a total of 861 vessels. The British Expeditionary Forces lost 68,000 soldiers during the colossal military disaster and had to leave nearly all of their tanks, vehicles and equipment behind. Thousands of French troops were also left behind to be taken prisoner by the Germans. The British success of the evacuation, considering the level of risk the operation consisted of, boosted British morale and gave the British enough spirit to eventually win the war. British Prime Minister Winston Churchill said that the outcome of the situation was a military miracle and gave his We Shall Fight on the Beaches speech to the House of Commons. We shall fight on the beaches, we shall fight on the landing grounds, we shall fight in the fields and in the streets, we shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. And even if this island or a large part of it was subjugated and starving, then our empire beyond the seas, armed and guarded by the British fleet, would carry on the struggle until, in God's good time, The new world, with all its power and might, steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of the old.